0: Priest, he stopped the bus driver, attached on the shoulder, and said, Come to me, you get to come to the front of the line. Well, the pe- priest was a bit furious and said, Peter, St. Peter, what do you mean? I preached the gospel for 50 years. How come he's going to the front of the line? I have to wait. St. Peter said, Father, when you preach the gospel for 50 years, people slept. When he drove his bus for 50 years, people prayed. When Jesus puts his disciples on the spot in today's gospel and asks them, Who do you say that I am? I suspect there was a long, uncomfortable, loud, silent pause until Peter finally spoke up and came to the rescue, saying, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And because Peter... Now these, for the moment, seemed to understand who Jesus was. Jesus bestowed upon him the keys to the kingdom of heaven, stating, Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Because of these words, Peter became the spokesperson for the other apostles. And after the resurrection and the ascension of Jesus into heaven, whenever there was an issue to be resolved in the apostolic church, Peter was always given the final word. Hence has been the tradition of the Church to pass on these keys to the successor of Peter, who as the bishop of Rome and the Pope is the spokesperson for the universal Church, just as Peter was the spokesperson for the Twelve Apostles when Jesus asked them, who do you say that I am? The Pope's successors of St. Peter, like St. Peter, are flawed human beings, just like all of us. As we know from the sacred scriptures, Peter himself denied Jesus three times as Jesus was being led to his crucifixion. But we also know from the sacred tradition of the Apostolic Church, Peter was a martyr under the Emperor Nero in Rome. And the Basilica of St. Peter's in Rome was built over his burial place. We know that through the centuries, some of the successors of St. Peter, the popes, have not always been as virtuous as one might hope. Some have been power-hungry or greedy, arrogant, deceitful, or lustful, and we can list their faults on and on, just like we can list our own faults on and on. It was back in 1506 that Pope Julius II decided to replace the basilica built over the tomb of St. Peter by Constantine in the fourth century. As Julius II drew up the plans for this new basilica, it took 120 years and seven popes for it to be completed. Probably many of you have seen this magnificent basilica in Rome. But in order to help pay for this expensive endeavor, Pope Julius II and his successor, Pope Leo X, were accused of selling indulgences to pay for this expensive edifice. And it was this accusation that led Martin Luther and the Protestant Reformation in 1517, one of the darkest moments in the Church's history that began 500 years ago, this October the 31st. This is just one example that reminds us that Jesus did not pick Peter nor any of his successors because they were perfect human beings, but rather because Jesus did not want to leave his sheep without a shepherd. We've been blessed in the recent century to have saintly popes, two of whom have recently been canonized by the church, St. John Twenty-Third and St. John Paul II. I thank God every day for the gift of the present successor of St. Peter, Pope Francis, who has been an exemplary model of servant leadership, seeking never to be served, but to always serve, to give his life for others. He reminds us constantly by his words and deeds that the Church is not to be looked upon as a haven for the saved, but rather more like a hospital for the sick, for indeed, we are sinners all, from the Pope on down, beggars, if you will, at the doorstep of God's mercy. That's why we begin each celebration of the Eucharist with that penitential rite, to remind us that is one thing that we all have in common. Again, again, when Jesus asks his disciples, Who do you say that I am? He is asking us as well. How we respond with our lips is not nearly as important as how we respond with our lives. Do we put Christ first? Or do we make fame, power, pleasure, money, or possessions our God? I would submit that today we might all do well to ask ourselves how others would respond if we asked them the same question that Jesus asked his disciples. Who do you say that I am? How would people describe us? How would we like them to describe us? If there is a gap or disconnect between the two, what do we need to do to change? The good news is, our God is a God of second chances. When Peter denied Jesus three times, Jesus didn't give up on him. And he never gives up on any one of us. May Pope Francis, the 265th successor of St. Peter, inspire us all to lead a life of virtue, mercy, and charity that will help others come to believe that God is good. All All the time.